official. Don't let them burn. Don't let them burn. This all goes through. It looks like it's steady. I wanted to jump on real quick and talk to you about some things. Trojan horses. Trojan horses. I think Netflix is a Trojan horse. Why do I say that? Well, it's one of the bi- livest, the biggest streaming services around, and now they just pen a deal with the Obamas to produce Marxist content. If you don't know what Marxism is, then you know you need to go research that. Should have learned that in school. My school didn't teach it, by the way, but <laughs> I learned it afterwards. But um, this is something that's important, important for you to know. And uh, some people are canceling their subscriptions, and not, I don't think everybody's going to do that, but most people aren't awake, awake to this stuff anyway. They don't even realize that um, Obama was a Marxist. I mean, if you want to say he was a Muslim, hey, I'm, I'm not mad at that, you know. But the Trojan horses, that's a Trojan horse in our home, Netflix. The amount of filth that's coming through that that sewer pipe right now is monstrous. There's a show on there. I think it's called Three Percent. If I'm if I'm wrong, if I'm right, Three Percent, Thirteen Percent, something like that, or Thirteen Thirteen Reasons Why. That's what it's called. I never watched it, but there's um. I guess it's a show about teenage life or whatever, and they they I think they depict somebody getting raped with a broomstick, right? Suicides and stuff like that. So, I mean, now now remember this is a I didn't hear that. I didn't see. It. Sorry, I missed the comment. But remember now that kids are gonna be watching Netflix too if the parents aren't there to manage that situation. When I was younger, there wasn't much management of what I watched. Uh, I, I watched a lot of stuff on cable at <laughs> in elementary school, let's put it like that, that I probably shouldn't have watched. I'm talking about, remember the movie um, Excalibur? had all the occult stuff in it and some nudity. This is our elementary school kid, I'm watching this. And um, it left the impact. And also, I can't remember the name of the movie, but there's a movie about a detective that had to investigate this um, some murders, and he ended up going into the secret society, and they had a lot of orgies going on. You know, it wasn't triple X or anything, obviously, but uh, it was still X-rated in the sense of pornography, perversion, you know, what God wants us to, um, or I should say what God wants us not to see. So, just just understand that this whole streaming media service deal is a Trojan horse inside your house. You know, I'm not saying I'm not telling you what to subscribe to. That's that's between you and, and God, you and yourself, you and your spouse. You know, all I'm saying is be careful, be careful of that, because um, it's a serious issue. Now, Netflix, if you look up the information, I'm on the road now, obviously, right? If you look up the information, Netflix has um, surpassed Disney in in some sort of way monetarily. I don't think it's a whole circumference, but 
look, look, go look that up. That information came out last week, I believe, right? And then you got this movie that just came out, Deadpool, which I didn't go to the theater to watch it, but I ended up seeing it anyway. And I, it's not a movie that I desire to watch, you know. I believe sometimes we got to heed to the Bible and say, you know, I won't put no evil thing before my eye. And this movie, well, Deadpool, let me tell you, in the comic books, he's, he's, he's really, you know, they have this thing called the anti-hero. And the anti-hero is basically ambiguous in the sense that they're not necessarily good or evil. Right, they're they're the loner. They're the the ones that do what they want to do. You know, like sort of like Logan, Wolverine. There are other characters out there like that too. Batman would be, you know, he he's considered a hero, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, that um, Deadpool is what you can call a, a closeted homosexual and a borderline pedophile. And the advertisement for the first Deadpool movie. Uh, they had they had the uh, the thing there where in, if you're in the theater that you could um, have your children sit on his lap, and he wasn't pretending to be Santa Claus. You know what I mean? So yeah, people ignore this stuff, but I pay attention to it. And um, in the in the advertisement for the first trailer, let's call it for the Deadpool two movie, you had Ryan Re- Ryan Reynolds run up uh, into the, the phone booth like he was um, Superman. And <laughs> he, uh, it's not funny. I'm laughing because of just the, the idioc- idiocracy of it. Uh, you could see a split. As you change it into this superhero costume, you can see the split of his butt crack. Which man wants to look at that? That's not funny to me. I don't want to look at no man's butt crack, you know? Uh, this, this is the, the, the stuff that Deadpool is all about. But Ryan Reynolds, the one that pushed this movie, if you look back, you could find the articles. Look up, because he starred in the, uh, the Amityville Horror remake. And when you look at what he's saying about playing the part, you could tell he was possessed. I'm not saying that because I'm thinking that. Go read the article. Okay, I don't have it in front of me right now to show you. I'm just trying to do more of these live, live streams. I know we left it kind of hanging on Tuesday. That's when we usually do our shows. But um, go look it up. You see how this person, he's not hes not necessarily <laughs> right in the head, man, or something. <laughs> but uh, you look at the writing for Deadpool 1, Deadpool 2, and go to the comic books and you see this stuff. It, it's odd. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to a point in a minute. I'm just thinking it out. Now, in in part of the movie, so Juggernaut is in, in this movie, and he he um he ends up tearing uh, Deadpool apart, ripping him in half, and so you know Deadpool he's he's like Wolverine but a little bit better, and his parts regenerate and stuff like that, and. Um, sorry, Domino, one of the new characters from X-Force, she had to pick him up and carry him home. And anyway, so he ends up home, and his teammates come to talk to him, and half his body is growing back. 
right? The bottom half. And the I can't remember the name of the lady that 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 um the, with the glasses, the blind lady that that takes care of him sometimes. She's looking over. Actually, she's feeling there, and she feels you know what he feels. She feels right. So the re- the the rest of the group mates come in and they're talking to him, and and they're like really surprised at his leg, how his legs look as they're growing back, and also his peepee. <laughs> so, um, Cable now, he's, he's, he, he looked like he was the villain of the movie, but he's not. Comes to kind of make a deal with Deadpool, and he looking, he's looking down at the same part. This is the whole part of the scene. It's, it's about his bottom piece, and, and then kind of reconciling with Deadpool to go, should they go kill the kid? Or not kill the kid, and da 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 da. So there's a scene from this movie called Basic Instincts that Deadpool is about to mimic, where in that in that movie Sharon Stone was being um, she was being interrogated by police, and she does this leg movement like that. she shows, you know, her vagina to the cop so he can get you know interested in her. So she could play with his head. So in Deadpool now, Ryan Reynolds, in front of men and women, <laughs> does the same thing. But you could, I, in the version I, I saw, you couldn't really see the whole thing because it kind of cut off. You could see his pee-pee and the little legs. And that he makes that a point to show it to, to, to Cable. So Dewey's shown this to. So this is that, 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 homosexual stuff I'm talking about. Yeah, he has a girlfriend in the movie. I don't care. He, she died, whatever. He's still doing homosexual stuff. I'll give you another instance. And some of this is symbolism and some of this is dead on. Um, what's the name? Uh, Colossus. So what happened in the movie, near the end of the movie, um, Deadpool is thrown against a, a, a gate by Juggernaut. And he gets impaled in the head by part of the gate, so it looked like he should be dead. He's not dead, obviously. And then uh, Colossus comes in to pick him up, and all of a sudden, romantic music is playing. <laughs> and he's he's rubbing Colossus like he's in love with him, and, you know, because that's his rescuer. All right? Nothing wrong with that. It's strange to me. And then you have... Um, as they're battling Juggernaut, um, Megasonic Teenage Warhead and her girlfriend, the lesbian, uh, come to rescue, along with Colossus, um, rescue them in the battle against uh, Juggernaut. So anyway, Deadpool now does some sort of flip or whatever and tears down Juggernaut's draws. You can see his clip, of course, more homosexual stuff. And what he does next he takes a electrical cable and slams it up Juggernaut's butt. Yeah. And then Megasonic Teenage Warhead, she, I guess, stole some energy at it, and it lights up, you know, uh, Juggernaut so they could defeat him. All right? There's another part, too. This was in the trailer where they're on this, um, this is called a convoy, uh, a big giant futuristic bus convoy that carries mutants to some uh, holding cell or whatever. And K- 
Cable comes there and he disrupts the whole thing and uh, stuff is just going crazy. And then Deadpool is, is narrating, saying that Cable is about to get a surprise or something like that, he says. And he flips and his man parts go inside into Cable's face and that's supposed to be funny. So you look at all these things and that's what you get from Deadpool. A lot of crude, juvenile crass humor that to me wasn't funny anyway well i don't i don't know i'm dead to that stuff i don't like that stuff and there's one part that almost made me laugh but that's almost <laughs> um so i know i don't know if you guys saw the movie i don't recommend it at all of course and this is not even a movie review I'm, i don't even want to do a movie review on that this we can get it from here this this little broadcast here but if you notice this is going on all, all over the place can't see what you said. Um, a lot of um, this stuff is going on over the place. So just bear in mind, you got kids. You take your kids to these sort of movies. It's always indoctrination. Okay. Now, the, uh, another part that I want to say. Let me see what time it is here. All right, I have a few minutes. I want to tell you about. You know, we're being led. The, the human race is being led by satanic forces. And th- th- I'm going to give you a few instances of that, you know? Because I guess God has given me the ability to kind of cipher this out by looking at different areas in life and starting to see that a lot of people are just contacting demons to get ahead in life, getting ahead in their careers, get, a re- get ahead in technology, and all sorts of stuff. We have some stuff to pre- present to you guys about technology, but I didn't want to make every show technology-focused. We have many different issues to cover. But here's one. Right? There's a movie out there called The Man Who Knew Infinity or either The Man Who Saw Infinity. And it's about a mathematician, Right? When he came from India, he was a young boy. Well, not young boy, but, you know, 20-something or whatever it was. And he gets taken to Europe to go to a college. And they were kind of racist there, not wanting to be part of this and part of that, blah, blah, blah. And his professor was an atheist. And he, he started to warm up to the belief in a God, right? And um, by the end of the movie, he asks this guy. This is a true story now. It's a true story. I don't know how much they embellished, but they went. He, he went and asked the dude. He said, hey, when, does, when did all this start for you? Because, you see, when he came to the college, he wasn't able to translate his mathematics in the right way so that the regular people could understand. Okay? So... Now, he asks him, when when did this all start for you? And he basically says, my goddess, or my god, it was a a female goddess, whatever, a Hindu goddess that came and gave him the gift. So this guy wasn't naturally smart. He was endowed with demonic power to figure this out. And he couldn't quantify it enough. And now, today... We use those techniques in our regular 
society. Am I saying mass is evil? Obviously not. It's, it's God made everything. So, but what I'm saying is this guy, through his spirituality, got knowledge that he didn't even intend to use for us. But well, however it came about, that's what was that's what that, that that's what happened in his life. He died early too. He died of cancer because. By the time they figured out everything and he was getting up in the ranks or whatever, he had, he got cancer. And anyway, he went back to India and died. So that's one person. Then you have Operation Paperclip, right? And this is where you get Warner Von Braun. And there's other people to talk about, but Warner Von Braun, he is one of the guys that uh, helped to create NASA. Right now, you gotta go into this guy's life and see what, how he was a uh, part of the occult system. But he, I think he got saved later on in his life. So I don't want to say he went to hell or anything. But in in this part of his life, we're talking about sex magic with Aleister Crowley. Okay, to get that secret knowledge from the spirits. This is why they do the rituals. See, hidden knowledge. And now we have a thing called NASA, and he's not the only person involved in the creation of NASA. But look into his his life. Don't look at look up just uh, you know a History Channel documentary. You got you got to dig deep in this stuff. Then you start finding bed, the breadcrumbs. Also, you have Tesla. Now, in the comic books, Iron Man is a representation of Tesla. If you look at even in the movies, how he's from his father, he he got the um, the tech to give better energy sources and all this tech that he's using now. That's that's basically how Tesla was, but this is a modern telling of uh, kind of that that character, or whatever. So even Tesla now, and he had all sorts of stuff going on. I can't think think of all of them right now. He was also in contact with spirits. Look into his life. Right? We're talking about some big figures here, some big figureheads. Okay? Um, now, we, as we talked about before, when we talk about comic books, um, I can't remember the guy's name right now. Oh, my gosh. But remember we told you about this dude that he helped uh, create, uh, not create Wonder Woman, but he did a recent Wonder Woman comic, uh, I think, a year or two ago. And he said that he smoked a little hash and the spirits visited him. And they took him up to, I think, Alpha Centauri or the Pleiades, probably Alpha Centauri. And I mean, I don't believe he actually went there. And he saw the three sons and everything. And they gave him scripts, stories to write in the comic books to bring to us. We're being led. Right? Being led by spiritual forces. Even in the Bible, it said a lot of these false teachers are going to come in preaching um, doctrine of devils. Some translations translations say doctrines of demons. Okay? So we see, back to Ephesians, 
We don't war against flesh and blood. Not against flesh and blood. Powers of principalities, spiritual rules in high places. The territorial spirits. You know, if you look at, look up this in, in your in your in your which, uh, web browser. EU, um, EU Parliament poster, something like that. You're gonna see a poster that has eleven stars above the uh, Babylon Tower of Babel, and up below that you're gonna see some people with I think some signs or whatever. And that's the unfinished work. That's the unfinished work that the Masons talk about and Illuminati and all this stuff. And when you see the people, they're not going to look normal. They look kind of blockish, like, you know. And you can go ahead and say, hey, well, that's maybe this, that's just the style of the artwork. I don't believe so. These people are very intentional when they do things. I believe it's a, it's a precursor to transhumanism, where they want to go with humanity. I have a lot of reasons for saying that, but I'm not going to cover that today. Um, go look up that poster. Then look up the EU Parliament and see that it's not in the same. It's 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 an unfinished building, even though it's finished. It's symbolic to the Babylon. Go look that up. The Tower of Babel. Go look that up and see. In in fact, there's some probably some pictures online that show the same thing. Okay. So I'm just giving you a little tidbit here. After I'm over here waiting for church to start, so I'll be going to 33. Okay, I'll be going to start church soon. But think about those things. I have more cases of people being led by spirits. I mean, it's obvious all over the place. But we're talking about big figureheads. I mean, look at Abraham Lincoln's wife. She was into spiritism seances and, and whatever it is. Then you go and you look at Ronald, Ronald Reagan's rights. Same thing. It's a psychic this and psychic that, blah, blah, blah. And then you look up the notorious Hillary Clinton. There's all sorts of information on her spiritism. All sorts of information. It's not hidden. It's there. Um, there's a book out. I have it at home. I can't remember the name of it right now. I think it's like Secrets Inside um the Clinton White House or something like that. I can't remember what it's called. So I bought it, but I never I never finished reading it. I have another book called um, Hidden Dangers of the Rainbow, right, which tells you that the rainbow symbol was taken not necessarily for homosexuality. It was taken because it's the bridge from us to Lucifer. Spiritism. All this stuff is, is, is getting really, you know, when, when you start to look. I can't really see what it says. But when you start to look, you'll see what I'm talking about. I mean, it takes years to find all this information. Looking up Illuminati, that's cool. Looking up, um, you know, into the Masons, that's cool. It's all a link, you know. But don't stay there. Don't Don't think that. That's where you're going to rest your head. There's too much more information out there. But you have to be able to, re, re, you know, bring it back to, to basics, bring it back to the Bible, because the Bible is where all the meat. The Bible told us everything, everything. Today I put on Facebook that you could find Wonder Woman in the Bible. You can find her. 
Her name is Diana or Artemis, depending on, on the translation you're reading. Right? It's Acts 19, I think, 24 through 35. Right? Go read that. Go see. You'll see. And what you'll find out is that Diana was not just worshipped in temples and, you know, selling figurines and all this stuff. She was worshipped in the theater. And that, and known world at that time worshipped her, the goddess, so-called. And what do we have today? We have the resurgence of this goddess in different forms, of course. But, you know, Wonder Woman is um, the representation today to our kids and us as adults of Diana, Artemis, and she goes by other names. Right? Go read it in the Bible. Paul had to deal with this. All right? And what they were doing, they're in the theater, and they were making money off of her. When Paul was doing his thing, they were getting angry that they're going to start losing money. That it's going to end. So go check it out. Go read it for yourself. I'm not making anything up. And I'm not making false connections here. You know, I know I know a lot of people, they don't believe right away. It's okay. But believe in Jesus Christ first and, you know, you'll start showing you some things. We, we're in an age of information where some of the stuff I know now, it would have took decades to know before. Because you have to go buy so many books. And I got books at home, but... I, I listen to a lot of hours of videos and some of the some of the information I have to toss out, some I kept and the the world is, is the way it is because of a lot of reasons. And if you don't understand these reasons, you will continually fight each other as Christians or continually um be misled by false teachers. False teachers are the ones you need to drop right away. Right away. Now, there's some people that aren't necessarily false teachers, but they have false teaching. Um, you you got to figure out what you're going to do with that. There's a, there's a thing that says, you know, um, eat the meat but spit out the bones, right? The bones, obviously, is the bad part. So if you do that, you'd be all right. But don't go to any Creflo Dollars and G.D. Jakes and all these people that just twist the word of God, you know, Uh What's the other lady name? I can't remember right now. But there's a lot of false teachers out there. And the Bible tells us to drop them. Drop them like hot rocks. <laughs> you know? So I want to talk more, but I have to head in the church and um, get this uh, this good teaching about the Scientology. That's another topic to talk about. It's another, you talk about sex magic? The person that L. Ron Hubbard, his friend, I can't remember his name right now. Is it Jack Parsons or something? I can't remember. Um, had sex magic with Aleister Crowley. Yeah. Scientology's a joke, but it's a serious thing because now they, they, they're everywhere now. Everywhere. So the world is going to be filled with false religions. It already is, but it's going to be it's more coming. And then they're going to unite under the UN, in Rome probably, to 
form this one world religion, right? I'm, I'm, I can't see you guys' comments because I'm, the, the sun is glaring me, so I'll, I'll read them later. Um, but the one world religion is coming, people. And go, 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 go back and search. Look up the Catholic meeting that happened in the 80s. I, I believe it was 1984 was the first ecumenical meeting um, to, to create a one world religion. You had snake eater, sorry, snake worshippers, fire worshippers, all sorts of people there. And they had another recent meeting, I believe, either last year or the year before. And then you had the, 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 the Pope calling all sorts of stuff. You've got to search this stuff out, man. Because yeah, I know the last day started a long time ago. But we're, we're, we're close to the end. I'm not talking about five, ten years. I don't, I don't know. You know, only God knows. But we're... We're to know the season, we're to know the season of his coming. You know, we, you know, a lot of people argue about rapture. I, I know which side I'm on. I'm pre-trib, but I'm not ashamed of it. Um, so we are to know the season because he commands us to. He called the, uh, the Pharisees, I believe, uh, hypocrites, hypocrites. Because they didn't know the season of his coming to to the to in, in in the flesh of man when he came, they couldn't recognize who he was, and then they ended up crucifying him. But that was God's plan all along, you know. So either way, you can't defeat God. So um, I gotta go, but you know, in the comment section, just tell me what you think about this whole talk, and also. What, what you got? What would you guys like us to cover? We we so many issues, man. So many issues. What, you, what, what would you like us to cover that we haven't covered yet? Um, I know some of you guys wanted to cover the um, the fashion show that went on the other day. It's all a satanic lie, man. Let me tell you. Go look up. Go look up Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey's ten point charter. Go look that up. And what you'll see in there is that. One of the things they they need to do to water down society is to um, debase art and make it ugly. That goes from, from regular art to architecture. That's part of their plans, and that that charter was sent to the UN. And all this stuff, this crazy stuff you see going on now, gender neutral this and all this uh, trans this and trans that, it's all mandates coming from the UN. That's what's going on. You got to understand this stuff in order, because if you guys are young enough, uh, your kids are going to deal with this. You know, if you're in your 20s or 30s and you're having kids, your kids are going to deal with this. We are the last generation to live without, I mean, not without, but um, that came up without the Internet, that came up without cell phones, that came up without all this mess. So now everything that's, that's, trying to be made normal will become normal. Believe that. And like like God said, it's going to get crazy. Look up, go do a Bible search from first, uh, I think it's first or second Timothy. Um, perilous times will come. Perilous. Look up that word. Perilous. See see what it means in the, in the original language. It's not, it, this isn't it yet. It's getting crazy, but this is not it yet. Perilous is going to be 
crazy. And we're not even talking about the wrath of God yet. We're talking about perilous times before that even starts. So check that out. And um, just thank you all for listening. And hey, what's up, Plain, plain Fire? I finally saw one comment. <laughs> I'll check out your comments later. Leave anything in the, in the background. Like, subscribe, please share. Um, I got an announcement to make um, soon that I think you guys are going to like. Um, if you can, uh, give us a donation on Patreon or Fundly. I'm going to open up a couple more uh, outlets for you guys to give. And if not, just share, share, share. And God bless you guys. And remember, if you're not saved, man, Jesus is the only way. There's only one way to God. That's it. Jesus Christ. That's the gospel. That's the good news. He came, died for your sins. That's it. I'm signing out. Good night. Let's see if I can turn this thing off now. <laughs>